Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello and welcome everybody to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire of the Masquerade Chronicle. We're running here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia and I will be your storyteller for this evening. Um, I want to start the night with our introductions for Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Uh, I am playing uh, Catriona of Clan Giovanni. And Katie? Hi, I'm Katie. I am playing Mercy Ransom of Clan Toriador. And Drevian? Drevian, I'm playing Simon from Clan Malkavian. And Shawnee? Hi, I'm Shani, and I'm playing Guaia Vincente of Clan Asamite. And unfortunately, Austin will be unable to join us tonight. He is not feeling well and will hopefully be back with us next week. So, as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court. Yep. Yes. Uh, and I will reiterate one positive affirmation. Watch Salmon. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> As I have not done the thing. Okay, okay, so when last we left off, Guire had made her way to the home of one Ezekiel Thorne to perform an interrogation in the northern part of the city. Um, cooperating almost immediately, Ezekiel informed her that Marquez Moore may be considering a shift in alignment back towards the Camarilla. Um, informed her about the convoys of trucks and gave the name of one Sybil, who is potentially the small child that Kat saw in her vision. Um, on her way out, Guire unexpectedly saw the face of a once thought dead lover in her Azra, sire, or in her sire Azra. I totally messed that up. Uh, in the security cameras in Ezekiel Thorne's home. Kat, back in the warehouse, informed the rest of the group what she gathered through her necromantic rituals, uh, learning that the small child previously seen in the security videos was someone of an unknown, extremely low generation. Um, meeting back up, several calls were made and information was disseminated amongst not only the group, but important figures within clans. Um, eventually, the group decided it would be best to go to Elysium for the evening, while Simon decided to hide because of the mortal sin he had committed last night. It's not a sin for Simon, come on. It is for vampire kind, though. <laughs> so, uh, upon entering Elysium, uh, the group split off into several directions. Cat and Guire spent a little bit of time with Charlotte and asked her to work her harpy magic to get some information. Uh, Mercy ran into 
the Crimson Mask, Elena Moreau, and had a rather confusing encounter. Kat came face to face with Elena and had a small conversation and gave a warning, stood her ground. We'll find out in time. Uh, Rahab met the child of one Jonathan Kellerman, the primogen of Clan Malkavian, and Charlotte eventually returned to Guayar and told her to be on the lookout for someone currently only known as the Blade of Baghdad. And that finally, was a knife of Baghdad. <clears throat> you are correct. It was knife. That is my bad. I will change that because I will need that for the rest of the week to write. My focus uh, was pulled away. I thought you said backfights of Baghdad. <laughs> Uh, And finally, the Coterie was summoned by the Prince to give an update, during which Marquez Moore himself called in and declared on speakerphone that he wished to turn himself in, which is where we will pick up tonight. So that statement sort of hangs in the air for the four of you that are in the room. All right, Marquez, and where are you at to turn yourself in? Well, I'm about uh, two blocks off the uh, Lake Pontchartrain Causeway towards the east. I look up to the prince. Would you like me to handle this? I don't want you going alone. I wouldn't recommend going alone, if, but especially considering if he's legitimately defecting, I would expect a Sabat ambush trying to stop him from doing that. Marquez, I would like to inform you that, uh, as she goes Russian, I would like to inform you uh, that the punishment for treason, especially of the caliber you have committed, is final death. There's just sort of dead air on the other side. My prince, if I may, I think in this particular crisis, there might be some leeway for ensuring that we all survive. Mr. Marquez. Certainly you have something that you can bring of value to this situation. I have a schedule for all of the uh, convoys that are supposed to be coming into the city. I see. I have the schedule and and the names of drivers. And certainly you're not calling out of a sense of suicidal nature. I'm sure you have an idea on how you thought this could go in your favor. See, in the beginning, when I had uh, really just wanted to make some, you know, make a bit of a mess, uh, it seems like good, harmless fun. And until certain things started rolling out. I ended up having to pick up a few fake names and a few 
credit cards to uh, pay for a fuck ton of U-Hauls. And uh, started seeing what was coming in. And, uh, and then there was that event last night. Over around the, uh, the lake. Around the lake? What event would that be? Do any of you have a cell phone on you right now? I do. Yes. Yes. Look up the headline massacre at Mardi Gras. Squire looks it up immediately. Um, something that has not been brought to any of your attention were, were 10 corpses that floated in from Lake Pontchartrain this morning. Squire holds up the phone for a second, turns it to the prince, I think in the current situation, any information and assistance that can stop this nightmare would be worth a little bit of leniency. Depending on the integrity of the information that you provide, and considering that this is one of those the 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 movie thing. Just I of, out of game do not know the movie you're referencing. No, she she's trying to think of the word cliche. Oh oh, oh cliche. <laughs> oh cliche. Yes. yes. Um, a, a French word. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, I'm a smartass that just has to point that out. Or an ambush. There's a few beats of silence. Well, my information's good, and uh, I wouldn't have called you directly, Simone, if this had been an ambush. I'm smarter than that. Besides, if... And I will say this sentence knowing that it is dangerous to word things this way. If I had one to kill you, I would not have called first. So out of curiosity, what is making you turn against the tide all of a sudden? Um, well, you all, uh, no, I know for a fact you all are quite aware of what's been brought into the city. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, we are. It's different when you see it firsthand. Uh, you know, you live for decades upon decades and 
you don't think anything can touch you. And uh, for the first time in a long time, I felt true unadulterated fear. So that tends to be something you learn before your first century runs out, yes. <clears throat> How would you in your ideal situation see this going? Well, I know for a fact that they're still waiting for something big to show up. Um, I don't know which convoy that will be on, but I can tell you when all of the convoys will show up. Hopefully that uh, helps stop a little bit of whatever invasion they've got going on. From there, you weaken their forces and then whatever uh, full-scale war they wanted to go with isn't going to happen. That is fair. I was referring more to your successful, assumed successful return well, to um, the Camarilla. How did you see that going? If I'm not immediately staked and left for the sun, uh, I figured blood bond. I think obviously this is this is uh, uh, the good prince's decision. Um, I think that you being in the position of where you are, the the information on the convoys is certainly good. I think we'll need more than that. Detailed information on the major players, where they can be located, everything that could possibly be needed to squash this. I think something like that is a much more sincere show of willingness to return and it not being a trap than just here's where these convoys are coming in that you can attack and the prince and her people perhaps encounter a much stronger force than you let on. Well, I don't feel comfortable giving out all that info on the phone. Of course not. We would meet in person to discuss that. You decide the location. I'll be there. A prince, if I may, I'd like to request a little bit of backup because... Even if he's honestly turning his cloak, I don't think the, I don't think the Sabata like to let him go lightly. Of course not. Mm-mm. 
maybe not Destiny if he's busy, but perhaps a squad of his enforcers would be nice to have for backup. I can get a few men to help you. Much appreciated. Is this all agreeable to you? At least in terms of opening discussions. You and Marquez, of course, can negotiate further. I'm more than willing to offer my services in that respect, if you'd like. But at least this to get the ball rolling. At the current point, things are commendable. Perfect. And as I said before, depending on the integrity of the information, we will go from there. That seems perfectly reasonable. I am still, I have not had a chance to tour the city. I've been busy since I got here. So somebody else might want to suggest a good, safe location. You mentioned your position was a few blocks east of the causeway. Yeah, I'm currently sitting under an overpass. I pull out my map of New Orleans. Uh, get to Station 6, east of the Coast Guard Station. Okay. Well, I can be there. Give me a time. Now, I'm heading your way. There is a click. And she'll look at the prince. Have your men meet me there in case of an ambush. Any of you that want any of you that are up for a fight are welcome to come along. Well, you are not going alone. I'll get the hearse. And then Simone will just sort of and look at Rahab. I don't think she's up for a fight. Where, where's the, uh... Oh, uh, Simon's laying low after getting into a fight with the Bruja. I see. Fair enough. <clears throat> I, will get, I will give Simon a call. Simon! You have been whiling away, just sort of killing time, literally just waiting for the phone call. Simon's got work he could busy himself with. Mm -hmm. So your phone vibrates. And Simon looks at it and after a moment picks it up. Hello?
Uh, Jeremy, you were the caller, I believe. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Jeremy's to, getting the roll I had to on the fix stream. A, yes, roll twenty at <laughs> my my Chrome on 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 the streaming computer got minimized. Whoops. So there was a yeah, big was black a spot where where the screen was. Gotcha. Well, thank you for fixing that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, uh, let's pick up Simon. How yes. are you doing? Oh, you, you know, just busy before Mardi Gras. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. We are going to need you to come with us. As long as it's not to Elysium, and preferably with as few brouhaha as possible. Can't speak to that later ha latter half in the interest of full disclosure, but we will definitely not be going to Elysium. <laughs> in fact, we're go. Sorry, where are we going again? Uh, the waterfront to the north end. Waterfront north end. We'll pick you up. Are you home? I'm at my shop, yes. Wonderful. We will pick you up there and fill you in on the way. Where is Elysium tonight? Uh, Country Club. Uh, yeah. Okay. English Turn Golf and Country Club. Yeah, there Lovely. Is. Wonderful. Click. Simon let's, will... Let's go before before he can run. <laughs> Simon sends Mercy a text. It's like, given where Elysium is, um, I will like meet you at like somewhere that's within a reasonable walking distance of the shop, so it's not quite as far out of the way. Like reasonable walking distance within the time it would take to drive towards. Yeah, so you so you can try and meet at a at a midway point. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, I'll, I'll I'm I'm on the motorcycle, so I'll go straight there while you stop and pick him up on the way. I will go with you. Mm. None of us should be single person. You know, once we get outside. To be clear, I am fairly certain we should not trust whoever's going to be coming to accompany us. I assume most of us are assuming that's the case, but it should be said. Absolutely not. But I am quite honest about, I suspect there will be a Sabat ambush either way, and more bodies will be helpful. That um, is very possible. Uh, where could we stop by my home? Absolutely. Just briefly, I need to pick up some weapons. Understandable. All I could think of, like, w pick up weapons for a necromancer is just, yep, here's like five body bags. Uh, I, mean, this I, can't, I can't make zombies yet. <laughs> We're getting there. Well, yeah, if you if you could, you would have to go with Mercy and throw them in the back of the hearse. Exactly. I just I just like to think that like underneath like her skirts and in her boots, Mercy's got like 57 like <laughs> knives and daggers and just keeps pulling them out. Yep, yep. That the the rogue cliche of just 
Knife, 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 <laughs> knife. Do you have any more? Knife. Oh, yep. hold on. Let me take off my boot. Here we go. That would I mean, you joke, but that literally is Guire because she <laughs> only <laughs> uses melee weapons. She doesn't use guns. Okay. So... Cat, Guire, you make your way to Cat's home. Yep. All I can imagine is they get there and they just see a few blocks over just Simon walking. Uh, <laughs> probably not too far from the truth, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going in really quick. Uh, I only got one room for one passenger. <laughs> and she's going to grab couple gu- a couple couple pistols um probably stash a couple of steaks in her jacket um and a knife because you know in the last in a last desperation situation it's always nice to have one more thing on you you know, sir. Simon definitely doesn't have like half the stakes that are kept in the shop for the, for the retainer's defense. <laughs> and then the knife that Guire gave him a couple nights ago. Mercy's got knives on her. She's got gun in the glove compartment. She's got stakes under the seat because, you know, tourists. Fair. Uh, uh, as you all were leaving, Rahab said this is great, but I know exactly where this is headed. Uh, call me if any of you survive. Will do. Understandable. Uh, you you know that Guire's motorcycle is very like vampire aesthetic, like has like the like the the like the the, the metal wing like flares across like curving around the handlebar and such. And so there are literally just stakes strapped to the side of the saddlebags, seemingly for aesthetic, but they are functional stakes. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Uh, Mercy, you mm-hmm. end up picking up uh, Simon on the way. I see I see Simon walking along the sidewalk. Hey. hey, Simon, I saved your spot. Oh, fantastic. I can, fantastic. I can use a tour. <laughs> I like walks. <laughs> like ostentatiously walks to the back like putting a show on like says I could use a tour loudly and puts a show on in, of getting into the back okay whether or not there's mortals to see him at this time of night or not because New Orleans and why not yeah yeah so you all make your way to station six a um wood exterior building with a large sign saying seafood and oyster bar. Uh there's a number of people here tonight. Uh a couple couple of motorcycles, people having fun with live music outside. It's carnival. People have fun. Hmm. And uh you always take me to the best spots. 
<laughs> I figured somewhere I figured somewhere this out in the open would at least make it less easy for them. I mean, to be fair, the Sabbat don't care. No, they won't care. They won't we give a damn. They care. They won't give a damn, but it will at least make it harder for them. Perhaps. Because <clears throat> we are in the deep south, everyone owns a gun. Just remember, beaver count as fish. I'll unpack that later. <laughs> so it, it it it's it's a weird workaround for um fasting since it's carnival. Okay. Okay, I'm Wait, back in the car. Beaver countess fish. Quit. Yeah. <laughs> nope, nope. I'm quit still explaining. unpacking. I'm quit still unpacking. <laughs> it just gets worse the more you, you so explain much. it. Yes. Just just yes. just just leave it. Okay. How fast can we derail a campaign? Four One months. sentence. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Composure. <laughs> so the two of you arrive, and there is a cat. You recognize him immediately. Uh, leaned up against the uh, left side of the main entrance. Currently smoking a cigarette is a African-American man, shorter cut hair, uh, very dark skin, uh, currently wearing a red t-shirt and a black uh, denim uh, vest. He's just sort of leaned up against the, the... building with one foot propped up scrolling through his phone i will so cat just walks up just as if it's somebody who's there to greet a longtime friend marquez walk up give a hug where are we going from here because we're certainly not talking it in in front of all of these people. Ball's in your court here. All right. He says Guire, Guire sort of Guire sort of indicates for the two of them to get the fuck over to the motorcycle, which is loud and covers noise. Fair enough. Well, I can think it's a stern parrot thing. Back. Like, come over here. <laughs> so... I think you'll be quite understanding in the fact that we're not taking you directly back to Elysium. Much appreciated. First question. Are any of your friends here? If I was followed, I don't know. As far as I am aware, I was not followed, and this is a burner. Very well. All right. We're heading back to my place for a conversation. If they want to trudge through the swamps after us, I'm happy to kill them, and I'm happy to kill them while they're stuck in the mud. Okay. Um, and am I supposed to walk? Give it a minute. 
she says. She says, as hopefully there's a hearse pulling You're up. You're going soon. to love yes. the ride. In in just a moment, in spectacular fashion, uh, Mercy shows up in her hearse, along with Simon in the back. You ride away. You know, if you wanted to kill me, there's easier ways than the, the pageantry, right? Oh no no no! See, this is this is just for tourists. It's it it's it just just get on in. It's fine. Okay. Simon's in the back anyway. Mercy, we're headed to my place. Okay. And uh, what what guarantee do I have that you all won't just stake me and leave me for the sun once we get out there, out of eyesight? The guarantee is because I don't. I wouldn't leave you for the sun. That's not helpful. But Simon, shut up. Your guarantee is the only thing we can offer is our word. Take that as what you will, but consider your situation and ask what is the better option. The way I see it, you can come with us or you can go back to where you came from. Who are you more scared of? Let's get in the car. Hop in. I knew I liked you. So you get in the car. Mercy, you throw it into reverse. And there is a clang as a bullet hits the front of your your vehicle. I gun it. Okay, I need a dex and drive difficulty seven. Okay. Um, all I can imagine, Simon in the back after getting gunned. <laughs> God damn it. Like, <laughs> Simon's not exactly strapped to anything. He's just laying there. So he just rolls into the back wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you got it. There's another like, thunk that's just Simon slammed into the I side. I picture just like, I just picture it's like, you know, if you've ever had like a, the only thing I think of is like a pumpkin. If you have a pumpkin that's just un. Like untethered, like in the back seat, just like dice, um, dice, 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 Dex and Dex in drive. Yep. Difficulty. I said seven. Yeah. Let's see what this does. I mean, this roll has never gone bad for you. Ever. It's one success. Okay. Um, (coughs) To make your way, um, you hear another bullet and it shatters your rear view mirror or your side mirror on the driver's side. And then you are gone. (laughs) You... You dash through some back alleys that you, uh, you know. I mean, Mercy has this entire city memorized like the back of her hand. Yes, I do. Google Maps eat your heart out. <laughs> so, uh, uh Guire uh, immediately starts to run interference uh, and is like following after, uh, but over her shoulder, how good are you at handling motorcycles? Me? Yes. 
I mean, I've you, I've driven one. Hold on, let me check. Let me check. Drive. Do you have any dots? Of yes, drive? I do have a dot of drive. Um, I have dri- I have ridden one in the past. I it has been a long time, but I can do it if you need. <laughs> would you Would you rather Would you rather drive or deflect bullets? Get off the driver's side. <laughs> and they'll do. A, they'll I deflect do a... bullets with my body. <laughs> they're, 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 they'll do it. They'll do a hot swap and have 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 uh, have um, have cat, cat to have cat take over the motorcycle while while Guire basically sits reverse in the seat with a pair of knives out and is going to basically uh, maintain um, uh, razor shield as much as she needs to. Spending one blood point to start to pump up my decks. <clears throat> I need a. Dex and drive roll from you. Difficulty eight. Okay. <laughs> so after after they get going, after Simon gets slammed around a few times, he's going to actually like sit up <laughs> and like not get slammed into the sides by just rolling back and forth. And it's like, you want to put a willpower in that one, Jeremy? Absolutely. Like looking forward, Mercy, you still have that pistol in here, don't you? Glove compartment. Uh, that's Marquez, one thing I would you be really, a deer and hand me that? <laughs> it's one thing I really like about this particular Roll20 character sheet is that you can mark your willpower and blood points spent from the die pool sheet section. Yeah. yeah. Something, oh, you can. Uh, something nice that this has that the werewolf sheet does not have. It also has the boosted attributes section on the die sheet. Can I just say um, which Simon will be making use of and so oh. one with a willpower point. Yeah, it's successful. It's not a failure. Okay. There is a moment where you both think, oh shit, as you fishtail for just the briefest of seconds, and then Guire almost instinctually just reaches back and elbows your arm and course corrects you so you are driving correctly. Like I said, it's been a while. The thing that comes to mind is like it's right at the start, and it just kind of lurches and almost throws Guire over. Well, the entire motorcycle did this for a yeah. second. Um, as the two of you see, well, Guire mainly sees two motorcycles driving to catch up. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to activate. Um... Uh, razor, razors, razor shield. Um, because okay. I need to remember what the difficulty of this thaumaturgy thing is because for some reason I haven't put it down. Uh, Isn't your I think it's the level of the ritual plus something? Let me or the level of the of the of the power. How does thaumaturgy work? How do magnets work? Uh, when a character uses thaumaturgy, spend a blood point and make a willpower roll against the difficulty equal to the power level plus three. So div seven. Okay. <clears throat> so I spend a blood point. Out of my currently still full 15. And I make a willpower roll, diff seven. 
Good thing I have my willpower up to seven. I succeed. That's, that's all you need to activate it, if I remember correctly. Uh, yes, and let me... Uh, it has specific things. Awesome sorcery. Mm. Razor shield. It's going to be a dex and melee roll difficulty nine. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, can I spend willpower on activation of thaumaturgy? I don't know. Because it's not a reflexive thing, but it I is like a willpower say... roll. I don't believe you can spend willpower on willpower rolls, but I could be wrong there. It's been a hot minute. I think the primary thing is you can't spend willpower on reflexive rolls, but and this is an active roll. You just have to use your willpower as the stat. Yeah, that I, that I do know. Um, I will allow you to spend a willpower on this. Yeah, because I would like to have more than that, because the razor shield lasts for a number of turns equal to the number of successes. So I'd like to have more time before I have to use it again. Uh, I will also put two more blood points, uh, one into boosting my dex to six temporarily, uh, and one into boosting my strength by one right now. Okay. So, ready to parry uh, incoming bullets. <laughs> so, this has turned into high-speed chase. When... You guys are at the height of Carnival. You are four days to Mardi Gras. There are cars everywhere. The traffic in the city is immense, but you guys are weaving in and out between cars, around people, on sidewalks. And Mer Mercy is... Back alley hopping. Guayar, I need. Actually, no, I will. I just imagine Mercy just laughing her ass off, having the time of her life. So, how does Razor Shield affect? You just automatically def deflect once you make that roll, correct? Yeah, well, each, each, I can, I can attempt to parry incoming projectiles, but normally you can only parry melee attacks. Okay. Um, each parrying attempt requires a dex melee roll with a difficulty determined by the speed of the projectile. Thrown objects have diff six, arrows and crossbow bolts are diff seven, bullets are diff nine, and require you to have the ability to see them coming, which is why I had to get heightened senses. Okay. Each success for subtracts one success from the attacker, from the attacker's attack roll. It's not easy to parry bullets, but I can do it. Okay. 
just a second. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a a hit from one of the gunmen on the left. The gunman on the right fires wide. All right, so I need to parry so, one one hit. Mm-hmm. Dex melee, def nine. One thing is, did Marquez ever actually hand the gun back to Simon? Uh, no, I fail. Too many ones. Yep. I take a shot. <laughs> Uh, which sucks because that was a lot of dice <laughs> yeah yeah it was that's the way it rolls yep storyteller this is up to you but in my head I really see like in the car, in the hearse, I see Bercy just having the fucking time of her life doing the back alley half, doing the back alley thing. Cause, you know, chasing. And, you know, Simon's in the bag, just like, you know, very neutral, just going with the go with the flow. And Marquez just scared shitless. But that's just with the picture in my head. Going uh, going with it also is going to depend on if Marquez ever handed the gun <laughs> to Simon. Uh, okay, he's by that the... is one lethal that you take as you get scraped in the shoulder. Okay. okay he's Not even enough crazy... for a wound penalty. We're all good. The crazy lady behind the wheel. I think he <clears> hand the gun back. Okay, and because it's quite possible Simon is like sitting with the hearse door open, like pressed between the fr- like the frame of the door. Dang. Uh so another barrage of bullets. Uh both of these are going wide. Uh, if I may. Go for it. I would like to pump three more blood into myself to up my strength to six. Okay. Um, and then throw one of my daggers into one of the motorcycle's wheels. Okay. Uh, I will need dex and melee still, even though it's ranged. Um, difficulty, you are in a moving vehicle. Uh, we'll go difficulty eight. All right. Hit. I will uh, sacrifice my dot of celerity bonus to instead have an action still ready to parry bullets if they continue to shoot at me. Okay, fantastic. I am also spending a blood point, another blood point to get me up to a dex four, just in case. Okay. Simon would have been putting blood points into dexterity as well. Hell yes. <laughs> and, so we're exactly oh. on the... Paint a picture for me. Where on the motorcycle... She wants to burst a tire. Okay. So you go to deflect a bullet, get caught in your shoulder, 
get a little bit of that anger flare up and just from under your coat fling a dagger out as it hits the front tire and sends the the gunman on the left flying uh there is a resounding crack as he hits a building don't get up you piece of shit Then okay. Um so that is going to be I need you to roll your uh deflection. I don't have my discipline on this, just more decks. I do it. I get one success. I don't know if that I don't know if that stops it from hitting me or not. Um it, it subtracts one success for each success from his attack roll. So if he only had uh, one, then, then he misses me. Then yes, there is a crack from your cane as you hit one or hit the bullet to the side mm-hmm. and make supposed eye contact with the hel- uh, helmed individual. Cat. Yep. I need a Dexon drive. Roll from you, diff six. All right. Uh, Actually, diff eight. Diff eight. All right. Diff eight. Uh, yeah, I still got plenty. Uh, no, not plenty, but I've got some more power. Uh, we'll spend that again. So that would be three. Three successes. Okay. Um, there is a brief moment where all of the all of the action movie media you've ever had go off in your head. Everything just sort of coalesces and you see a light turning yellow. As you just gun it. Yep. Uh, being roughly 10 feet behind you, so does Mr. Uh, Mister Motorcycle. However, there is a... As you cross the intersection, a semi goes, and there is a crash as the two vehicles collide. Or should I say, one vehicle keeps moving, the other does not. Fair enough. And that was the last turn I had on Razor Shield, too, so good. (laughs) Is that all of them? At the moment. All right. So, the five of you, now including Marquez, make your way a little bit of the scenic route towards Guire's home. As you pull up, Marquez throws open the door and just all four limbs on the ground. 
people pay you to drive like that? Nope. That's just for fun. While he, while the while that conversation's going on, Simon's like like half over the seat trying to put the gun back in the glove compartment <laughs> where it goes. <laughs> this goes up here. Mercy just snatches it from him, puts it in the glove compartment. Wire spends a blood to heal that one wound that she took. <laughs> After a few moments, you join the rest of the group. Guire <coughs> hops off the back and, like, pats Cat on the shoulder. Good driving. Thank you. It's been... It's been a while. All I imagine is good driving. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Vibrating. <laughs> All right. It's a, loud, it's a loud engine, too. Like, this is probably yeah. like a very aggressive Harley Cruiser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, Am I off the motorcycle yet? Right. Marquez, gesture to the door. Uh huh. Guire just steps up the stairs. If we were going to just kill you, we wouldn't have driven out this far. That's very inconvenient. And my shoes are getting wrecked. Fair Wire open, opens the door and his gestures in. Welcome to the devil's den. Not you're, easing any tension. You're enjoying that a little too much, Wire. I am. So Marquez will... Walk in. Yep. Follow behind. You really, uh... Inside. Held up the voodoo priestess thing, didn't you? If they're already calling me the devil of New Orleans, I might as well play into it. Fair enough, I guess. So... Balls back in your court. So start talking or I'm driving again. Please. No. I haven't thrown up in maybe a century. I don't want to start now. Okay. So here's how things are going. Um, He'll pull out a notebook and lay it on the table. Itinerary. Take it. Start looking through it as I'm listening. Um, from just a cursory glance, it looks like they're arriving roughly in alternating three or four hour interv- intervals throughout the night. Up until roughly the day before Mardi Gras. Throughout the night, every night? Mm-hmm. How many days is it? You have four days to Mardi Gras. 
And he so said there like were 12 convoys. Yeah, that, that's about the number that we were told. Yep. Uh, two more than you expected. Yeah, it's, yeah, so that's that's uh three, yeah, that's that's three convoys a night, basically. Does this have locations of where they're arriving to? <clears throat> uh yes, there's either I-95 or uh or the convoy. LPC. Yeah. Uh, but as to where their destination yeah, is. Yeah, where their destination is, not where they're is coming it, through. Mm. Not the way they're taken, but where they're going. Um, that he does not have written down. This is all very useful. Where are they going to specifically? Well, um, the first night they tried just sort of parking them in random spots in the central business district. You saw how well that worked out. Not well. Um, so I believe the current plan the last I heard was for them to uh, have a couple of ghouls they brought along drive during the day. And they're just going to keep know moving. If that's still the plan. Yeah. I see. So I have one question, and this is one that it's a biggie, and I think it might help significantly. Who's inside the Camarilla feeding information to the Sabbat? There's someone. There's probably multiple someones. To say you have me over a barrel is uh, kind of an understatement. Because this sort of feels like a killed if I, I answer, killed if I don't situation just depends now or later. So it's actually, if you, answer fully, if you answer fully truthfully, you might survive. There is a chance. There is more of a chance than anything else. I'm fairly certain we guarantee more of a chance than... The other guy, so to speak. What I'm hearing is it's somebody very close to the prince, then. Because if it wasn't, you wouldn't be the you wouldn't be this certain you're dead either way. Well, recently, as soon as my uh, face went up at Elysium last night, Ezekiel reached out. Of course, first time I've talked to him in. Six years. It was sort of smile. Um. Anyway, Simon with aura perception on will ask if he know um if it's the one person that's close to the prince that we know of that was a suspect already. Elena. Elena. Yes. Go ahead and give me uh, it's perception empathy difficulty eight. Perception empathy 
<clears throat> down two for Auspex. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two successes. Um, there is a flare of orange that hits his aura. Um, do you mean the, wait, Elena, do you mean that, that smuggler or crimson mask? Oh, oh, the primogen. Yeah, of course it would be her. Um, what would have his aura been before the mention of Elena? Um, sorry, I just now found out that there's a cat in my room. <laughs> uh, light green. Distrustful. Okay. So, Marquez, why does the mention of Elena specifically make you fearful? Uh, mainly because the two women I know who are named Elena in this city will kill without a thought. Which one in particular? Let's see. Um, Elena Giovanni would kill me because I knocked over one of her shipments of guns for the Sabbat. That was dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Done a lot of dumb things in the last couple of weeks. Can't argue with that. Getting spotted while doing it was dumber. But well, now's your chance to do something smart and keep your hide in one piece. So we know what Elena Giovanni wants with you. What about the Crimson Mask? Well, her and I didn't really see eye to eye when I was on Destiny's security force. Um, <coughs> she did not take too kindly when I told her that I, in my personal opinion, uh, thought that her uh, personal game of Mary fuck kill around New Orleans was a bad decision in the eyes of the Camarilla. So there's that. Insert um Insert Falcon and Winter Soldier Jeff. He's out of line, but he's right. He's got a point. <laughs> yeah. There's something you're still not telling us. Oh, there's a lot that you're still not telling us. And, and well, one thing at a time. He would just sort of tap his nose and point at Cat. 
Kellerman. Kel- wait, Kellerman the the nut job. Yes. Any ties? Any information being leaked from there that you know of? Kellerman's been talking. To who specifically? Uh, how much time you got? I don't know if you you know, or at least from what I've been told. Um, well, this is actually a good opportunity to lay out for us who the big names of importance are in this entire little scheme. We know a couple of them, but we'd like to know who's who and what's what. So, as much as you can explain for us. Okay, well, to start, early, as I have been told it, the lunatics have a sort of phone-a-friend option? Am I familiar with the idea of the yeah. Mulcavian Madness Network, or does no one outside of Mulcavian know that? No, it's it's one of those, like... It's, it's probably a, one of those things that you have an inclination of it, but it's outside of the Mulcavians that are connected to it, you she probably just seems like part of the delirium. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's on, no there's no real that, like deep concrete knowledge about it. Yeah, <clears throat> that there's no real evidence because how are you going to believe the insane one? Yeah, especially when the insane one doesn't even react. So there's that. Um, so he's been talking to a few of the uh... bot Malkavians. Yeah, we'll say eccentrics among the Sabbat. Of course, uh, anything he tells gets run up the ladder to Sybil and Alexei. Yeah, tell me more about them. Um, well, they came in about two weeks ago. Um, he does a lot of talking. She does a lot of Scary things. Creepy shit. In all honesty, she I've seen her reread Alice in Wonderland about 12 times. And the amount of time I've interacted with her, which has not been a lot. We know he's a Lissambra. What's she? Other way around. Sybil's the Lissambra with the shadow powers. You're correct. Sorry. Uh, um, Venture. All right. I could have hazarded a guess. Supposedly descended from some royalty in what is now Russia or Siberia or one of the stands. I don't really. Have you somewhere far northeast? Yes. Have you heard Sybil say anything about her father? Well, she talks about waking him up a lot. She's not said a name. Has she intimated how close he is to the founder? 
But you mean like Kane? No, she's no. Well, yes. I I was speaking specifically of the clan. Gotcha. The clan founder, but that's that's the. I mean, that's sort of that's sort of an extension. Yes. Um. Intimately. But not Lissambra themselves, then. I would hope not. If I had to venture a guess, yes. And I I don't know about you, but I really hope not. So we're dealing with a Methuselah, but not necessarily one of the one of the antediluvians. Childer problem. What's in the trucks? Aside from more bodies. Uh, shovel heads. They kept talking about one special truck. They won't say what's in it. Bylabog. Oh, no, no, no. Not that. Another one. Really? Are we bringing Kernabog into the mix, then? For our case, I'm talking about not... What if it's the body of Lissandra? My, my guess would be it would be Sybil's father. Yeah, that's probably why. That's probably a good guess. You're not waking. You're not waking. Yeah, you don't. You don't wake. You don't wake up a vampire hundreds of miles away from where he's asleep. Yeah. Mm. Turns out Sybil's dad is Chernobog. <laughs> as as for Bylabog. That, uh, first off, never again in my life will I go around anything nearly that fucking terrifying. Um, it's angry, hungry, and mindless. I don't know without its its coffin. Um, not well. That would be why ten people showed up on the shore this morning. Makes sense. Took a lot of obtenebration. Took a lot of shadow magic to keep that under wraps. You can only keep so much hidden. <clears throat> Feel like I'm getting away from the point. Um what else? What else can I help with? Um, I'm sure that the prince is going to have other questions that she will be asking. This is mostly exploratory, but what happened between you and Irene? Mm -hmm. It's a fair question. Well, um, She she relished a little too much in it, you know? I take it she's firmly entrenched, still working with the Sabbat, then. Well. And then the opening rift to Master of Puppets starts playing. Just sort of reaches, grabs his phone. I literally stopped breathing. 
Stay silent. Stay silent. Simon takes an um, exaggerated gasp at the at the ringtone going off. Hello, Irene. How can I help you? Wire makes a gesture for speakerphone. He will flip it to speaker and place it on the table. Where exactly are you? I was just out uh, around the quarter trying to find some... Don't give me that shit. I am out at one of the bars in the quarter. Currently hiding out in the bathroom. You know how I do around crowds. What's up? Sybil says that we all need to meet up again. Apparently, something big's coming in tomorrow night. We need to talk about it. Uh, yeah, I can be there in a Probably a little bit. Let me just, uh, let me actually get fed. And then, uh, I can, uh, the, where are we meeting? Well, the art museum's crawling with the, the Camarilla and, uh, all of Simone's flunkies. So why don't you and I meet around? Hmm. Let's meet out at the boardwalk. Fancy seeing the moon on the lake tonight. Um, he just sort of looks to everybody in the room. Squire was offering on. It sort of does the wrap it up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can be there. Uh, probably about an hour. You know how it is for me. At an hour and five minutes, I'm hunting for you. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yes. Our usual. <coughs> I will talk to you in a bit. Click. Well, this is a problem. How confident are you that's a trap? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, about 15. Yes, that is 100%. You will not leave there alive. No. We just literally... We did just face down a couple of Sabat trying to shoot you, yes. There is literally no way that they don't know. And you said that's a burner phone? Um, no. He will pull out the other phone and set it on the table. That's the burner. Contact us oh. with a burner, kept the regular one on him. 
<laughs> I was thinking about contacting at seeing if we could bug him with Agony's help. Which brings to mind, do the Sabbat have the ability to track phones? Probably. Looking back at... No. Looking back at Marquez specifically. Um... Yeah, more than likely. Uh, probably best we get moving. Tell you what. By the fence, it would have been worse if I had not picked up. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We got some good information about that, mainly that the, the big ticket item is coming in tomorrow night. Look, things I can tell you right now, Alexei and Sybil fancy the nightclubs. Most of the time, if they're not out gallivanting, parading around with Bilobog, they're there. One of the many that narrows it down in a city of 100 bars. Any particular one? If they have a sense of irony, they'll frequent the masquerade, especially because we left there a couple nights ago. How many nights ago? Two. Well, you were lucky then. You missed them. <laughs> Which is, is that what you call it? Here's our conflict. If we, uh, if you don't show up, they'll know that the Camarilla probably has everything and all the information that you have supplied will suddenly be useless because they will change their plans, which will not be good for your lifespan because your your survival depends on the information being accurate. On the flip side, if you do show up, they will almost certainly kill you unless you can give one hell of a good explanation and performance. Which uh, I don't know if you can tell is not my forte. Well, the way I see it, you better make it your forte really fucking quick or you're going to be burnt to crisp. No, we need something we need something good enough. That they won't look too hard. We are talking about. <laughs> I see your wheels turn. We cause a disruption that makes it seem like Mikkel's not. No. Told us everything. I mean, no, no, no. no. You, you need me. I mean, that's a possibility. I was thinking a little more. I'm technically outside the Camarilla, and anyone who knows my past would know that I have more than one reason to hate the entire institution. See, I was thinking something that will also make you laugh. Solves a major problem for the Camarilla in terms of information being disseminated that they don't want disseminated and will deliver a prize to the Sabbat that is probably ultimately fairly useless for the most part in the grand scheme of things. 
but will also be something they can't ignore. What are you thinking of? We need, hold on, I need to remember names. Um, what's the name of your, the, the, the Tremere that you're always fighting with? Oh, Alexander Ward. We need Alexander and we need to deliver Alexander to the Sabbat. Mm, I love the way you think. <laughs> and we need to do it in a way that Marquez does it so they don't question your loyalty. Because the price of one keeper of Elysium is 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 literally a drop of water in the ocean compared to what will happen if whatever Sybil's father is wakes up and they lay waste to the entire inner circle of the Camarilla. You know... A couple weeks ago when they approached us and said we were going to pull off something big. I thought maybe some fires. I thought maybe some some hell raising during Mardi Gras. This is not the shit I signed up for. You were thinking too small, dear. Apparently. <clears throat> I will say that lines up very well with sliding me in there as well as potential extra information because like i said anyone who knows my history knows i've got plenty to hate the tremere for exactly that's why it's perfect so let's go kidnap a keeper of elysium i think the prince is gonna love this plan <laughs> i don't know that we should tell the prince oh no well we will need someone Maybe to buy in it's under. It's something we can debate, but we're gonna the need somebody. Might say no. We're gonna need is, somebody to buy in on this. This is a, this is one of those better to ask forgiveness As, than permission situations. Permission. We could, but we, we also might legitimately need the, the prince's to even have this be a possibility. Uh, do I? I uh, I know Alexander's generation, don't I? Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's what tenth. Uh These are good questions. I love questions. I'm the best at questions. Yes, tenth. Uh. Quick question: Any of you skilled at the art of domination? I I am. It is not one of my strengths. I can do a little bit of it. The problem is, who are we trying to dominate? Alexander Ward is a... I am 99% certain that I will not be able to. Ten steps removed from Kane, if that matters. Well, nine steps is of the tenth. I stand corrected. Fire. That's for getting someone to buy in. We might ask Destiny. I can't be the most absurd thing that he's had to listen to. You know, I wrong. can do single word commands to to Alexander if it works. You know how dominate is. Yeah. So the problem Just, is Alexander's not he's an idiot, but he's still a Tremere. He knows thaumaturgy. He's got dangerous magic. 
Oh, no. Unless we actually pummel him into the dirt, which I'm happy to do. It's going to be very hard to bring him in. I'm not familiar with Dominate very much. Can you just tell him to freeze and we stake him? No. Okay. It won't be that simple. Not if he knows what's coming. Not if he has any inclination that freezing will cause harm to him. Okay. Now, if I say, we have this car here, we're supposed to take you to a particular location. If you would please enter, I can do something like that. I think we're at the very least going to need him mounted by and just to get him to show up in a location. Because you'll notice he wasn't at Elysium tonight. They like to go to nightclubs. What if we get, um, I can't think of the one girl's name now. The one who thought it was a great idea to have Elysium at the masquerade. Oh, Charlotte. Charlotte. What if we talk through Charlotte to get him to just show up at the nightclub, the, the bar that they're meeting at? If we're bringing anybody into this, it's going to have to be the prince. Because the prince has the authority to make him show up. Well, and more to the point, the prince, other than like the inner circle, will not be beholden to tell anybody else. Mm -hmm. That guarantees we're only telling one person. And the Tremere cannot fucking find out about this. We all get a flaw. If anyone... If anyone can put this to the prince, it'll probably be me. I am more than happy to let you do it. Let you take that part of the negotiations. I'm a good lawyer, but that is a lot. Uh, You're a good lawyer, but you need the devil. Pretty much. How far out is it from that... From the place that you're going to end up meeting from the country club. Country club. Don't we already have the problem that Guire Shack's like half an hour out of the city? It's a ways, but it, but it's but it's the same direction out from the city as it is from the from everywhere else. So yeah. Um, Did you? I can. I can just do this. If I can. New Orleans isn't that big. It's not that far out of the, no. out of the city. It's about three miles. We can get there in a bit, yeah. That won't be a long drive. All right. Um, I think. Hold on. Oh, sorry. More like you're you're looking at twenty to thirty minute drive. Okay. Yeah, we can we can 
presumably drive to the country club, pitch the plan, and then make it to the waterfront in time. Yes. Within the span of about an hour. So. So do we need all vehicles at this location, or do we need to divvy it up? Uh, I'll be heading by myself with um, with Marquez here because if we're if we're selling this, it's going to be a couple of us and presumably Alexander tied over the rear fender. Hey, Guar. If you do get him over the fender, can you take pictures for me, please? Oh, I would absolutely. <laughs> for some reason, the cartoon, uh, cartoonish thought comes to mind is like, there's the bike, there's Guire, there's Marquez, and on like just across both of their like one both of their shoulders is just Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be he'll be tied over the saddlebags, basically. <laughs> if she has anything to do with it. So I guess that means the hearse is going to the waterfront. I would say be somewhere nearby, but try and stay out of sight. It's a hearse. Yeah, try not to, you know, give away the sabbat that you're here. You got a couple bullet holes there now. Park in an alley like a block away. Yeah, alleys I can do. Meanwhile... Marquez, you and I have a conversation with the prince to have. And uh, you're forgetting that I am currently POI number one. Yeah, that's why you're coming with me. Okay. Let's do this then. Okay, so the group piles into the various uh, vehicles that you have, and you begin heading towards the English Turn Golf and Country Club. You have a very uneventful ride. Um, had any of you actually had to breathe, you would most of you would probably be holding it a lot of the way. <clears throat> Sounds legit. I think the only one of us that breathes is Rahab. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't breathe. I can if I want because I think Ray specifically has. Yeah. But anyway, um, you guys arrive at Elysium, and it is much more cleared out at this point. It has been a couple hours. A lot of people have left. Some of the big names have disappeared. But there are still a number of people there. There will, will always be people in Elysium until about an hour to sunrise when people have to scatter like cockroaches. Katie, don't make a mess. I'm not. <laughs> this equipment is way too damn expensive. I'm not doing it. <laughs> so as you all walk up, you are greeted with the same two guards. Simon um, pointedly stays in the hearse. Just laying in the back. Yeah, like how you're thinking. Guire is very specifically like leading uh, Marquez up, like with an arm around his shoulder, like very much in the this one is with me sort of. Can I so parked in that hearse in a back alley? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I am. Well, not so much a back alley, but probably a 
probably out of the way. Because it's a good uh, drive into the country club around the golf course. But uh, I'll just hang out like in a sand trap or something. I was going to say, you can definitely uh, park yourself somewhere out out of the way. But the uh, just a hearse. Actually, uh, no, very, very specifically, she will leave him at the motorcycle and say, keep your head down, stay out of sight. I'm going to bring someone out to you. I will go hang out with Marquez because that motherfucker is not not sitting by himself. Okay. He'll he'll just sort of nod because my my brain eventually made the connection of anything that happens in Elysium will spread very quickly. Yeah, no, legit. So not not having him be publicly seen in Elysium. Yep, I just go ice. Lean against the wall right next to Marquez. Get comfortable. Do you think this is going to work? I think this is the best chance we have. Yes, I realized that was not an answer. Because I don't know. Better than most, I suppose. He'll look at his watch. So, Guayar, as you approach, you are waved in. And she just beelines it for the last place that she saw the prince. So the door is closed. She'll knock. Andre. She opens it, steps in. The window has been opened, and Simone is just sort of back against it, both of her legs drawn up, looking out, smoking a cigarette. Oh, good. You've already got the window open. She'll just sort of cock an eyebrow at you. I think it's probably best if you and I leave out it. She will put out the cigarette on the side of the building. There's a very special person here who needs to not be seen in public and not let, you know, information spread too quickly because there's something important going down very soon and we need your help to make it happen properly. You have 30 seconds. Marquez is outside. Uh, Irene gave him a call while we were in the interrogation and uh, established that one of the important things they're bringing in is coming in tomorrow and they need to meet. We need a way to get him into that meeting to get information without getting killed because it sounded very suspicious and if he doesn't have a way to make them think he's still on their side, he's not leaving that meeting because we need to get all the information we can out of it. How do you feel about securing this information and also getting rid of someone who's been shall we say, a problem for the past few nights, because I personally feel like a very small sacrifice of the Keeper of Elysium would do a very long way to getting him what he needs to get the information and get out while said Keeper has perhaps not been quiet enough about the events that are leading up to this that might have drawn 
the Sabbat's attention. All right, then. You're faster on the uptake than I am. I know you followed all of that. <laughs> and she would just sort of stand on the window seal and fall backwards. And she'll follow after. Leads the way. And she will lead the way over to Marquez. His eyes get roughly about eight inches big. So, they brought you here so I could stake you for the sun. <laughs> I'm curious how he reacts to that. Yeah, I'm keeping he a is, totally straight face. He is backing up against the motorcycle. All I can imagine, like, Simon just peeks up above the, above the um, window of the hearse like, bangs out, looking slightly hungry. It's like, stake him. She will hold up a hand. Bursi just elbows him and tells him to knock it off. What percentage do you believe this plan will work? <laughs> Mark has just sort of Uh, 60-40, if I had to guess. She will look at Guire. Who are such an optimistic people. Guire just sort of looks at, at the prince, raises an eyebrow. I'm going with, if it's for any consolation, because, let's be honest, if someone didn't know me personally, but did know my history, there's plenty of reasons they'd think I'd turn my coat. Fine. They'll kill him anyway. We're trying to make sure that doesn't happen. She will spout off an address. Actually, on the way and not too far from the boardwalk. No fight in here. Should yeah. I want him or? I mean, I feel like this will go much easier if he's not warned. Fair enough. Good luck. All right, let's go kidnap a Tremere. And uh, no, no added pressure, but um, remember, we will all die if you fail. She just sort that's, of nods and heads back in. That's certainly why, that's certainly why we're doing this and has nothing to do with my personal grudge, she says. <laughs> now that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so gathering together yep 
Yep. Mark has just sort of sighs and gets back in the hearse. Welcome back. He'll nod. The ro- Does he get in the front seat or into the back? Oh, the front seat. Okay. Uh, we're all going to die. I'm going to try to make it a little less eventful this time. You're all going to die. I'm going to take a trip to 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 Europe, and it will be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because like three of the members of this coterie have ways out. I would like to say yeah, but morals. But then I remember monsters. So, Cat's <laughs> response is, "Who's we, motherfucker?" <laughs> And it's and it's like Simons doesn't even have humanity to have morality. So um we go there. <laughs> yes. Yep. yep. So it is a actually rather nice two-story home. Uh with a it's a cream-colored outside with brown, dark brown shingles. Um, very well-kept landscaping. And currently you can hear the sounds of a radio playing. How are... Where do you have any thoughts on how to accomplish this? I have some. Don't you have the power to hold someone very still for a bit? I like the way you think because that's exactly what I was thinking. Man, if you can listen in another go. life, these two are the perfect assassination team. Very much so. <laughs> if you can hold them still, Guaya says she takes a stake off of her saddlebag. All right, but you shouldn't you, you shouldn't appear until he's already held. Or at least we have begun hostilities. Of course. The second that you show up, second that you enter his eyesight or per- any sort of perception range, he's going to be waiting for an attack. Ideally, I'll strike him from behind. It's a lot easier to hit the heart from behind. Um, well, Marquez, you stay here. Try not to get attacked and killed in the in the likely few minutes that we'll be inside. If we don't come out, well, you're fucked. So, not just me. Act accordingly. He will hold up a finger <laughs> and then get back in the hearse. Yep. Merci, Simon. Would you like to accompany me? At least somebody would. I would like at least somebody to. Simon will will pause. Sake. I mean, looks like way for now. We can always try taking him from both sides if this goes badly. Yeah. Yes. Fair. And then puts it away. Yeah, we don't want to show up with the stakes out and ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Knock, knock, knock. Avon calling. <laughs> no, 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 no
All I could oh. think of was like, just rock up to a vamp, just just show up at the front door and knock. It's just like a tactical vest with just a whole lot of stakes and a blunderbuss of stakes. <laughs> we can do this the hard way or the fun way. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Walking up to the door? Yep. So I am babysitting the turncoat. Fair enough. Completely fair. Um, Simon, if you could... Wire is finding a place to hide. Knock and do the initial talking. It will take me a few minutes of... Or not a few minutes. A few moments of focus to do this. All right. And I would prefer to have his attention on you when I pull out my scalpel. What would be a good cover story? Because I can't imagine we could, we um can't just tell him that the prince has offered him as a sacrifice. No, that is not good. Um, we were just in the neighborhood and thought we'd stop by. You have you have issues with? Was it the Bruja? Yeah. Tell him that things have reached an untenable situation and you have information that might be incredibly useful to him in terms of advancement within the Camarilla if you would if he would be willing if he and his clan would be willing to offer protection. He doesn't have to say yes or no. It's just just keep his attention on him for as long as... I, I just need him to get to talk for a minute. Correct. Okay. Preferably inside would be good, but we can do this on the porch if we absolutely need to. How, how busy traffic is this area? Not very. It's like 2 a.m. Okay. Inside would be better. Outside is... Actually, no. Outside. Outside needs to be the case. I am also a practitioner of blood magic, and therefore, I don't think we want to go inside his home until he is incapacitated. Smart. Like the way Understandably. You think. All right. Where is why? Like, did Simon see where Guire went to go? Talk in to be out of sight. Uh, Guire, go ahead and roll me dexterity and stealth. Uh, for, we'll go with seven. Uh, for the for the information, I have dumped four more blood points to bring my strength to five and my dex to six for the scene. Yes. Okay. Uh, cat takes her scalpel. <clears throat> And is currently palming it so that the blade is right where her palm is. Okay. And she can sort of manipulate it from there because she's going to need to do some carving. Fantastic. Get this shit to happen. Or at least get this shit to happen to the point where where she has extra dice. Carve her like a turkey. Oh, no. Carve up her own hand like a turkey. Okay. He might get hostile if I start carving on him. <laughs> Just a little bit. I mean, that depends on if um, it's before or after he has a wood stake through his chest. They tend to be less hostile after that. 
Yeah, but I need to freeze him to get so we yeah, can to make it easier to stake. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It is the okay. first line. So yeah, make our way up. Let me um, pull up staking rules again. I, I, I do remember there is an advantage for staking someone from behind. Yes, um, you get a plus two modifier. Yeah, yes, yeah, so there's still nine, nine, and you have to deal three points of damage to get them. Yeah. Uh, Shish kebabbed. Tried several times two weeks ago. Hopefully this goes okay. better. Um, but does Simon see where Guire goes to like hide? Uh, no. Guire is the knight. Also, okay. if he asks why I am here with you. I am acting in a legal capacity because it's like you're legal a counsel. Yes, yeah. I am not a member of the Camarilla. So I am truly independent. All right. And Simon will start to walk towards the door. Okay. Um, just keeping an ear out, listening for anything off before knocking. Uh, the only thing you're currently hearing is the music from inside, which currently is big band music from the 30s. Of course it is. But as you knock, you hear a record scratch after a second. And then there's a moment and a set of steps can be heard. And then one single deadbolt is undone, and the door swings open. And standing before you is a, on the shorter side, gentleman with constantly sort of windswept, shaggy brown hair in that sort of the balding style. A permanent five o'clock shadow, a pair of rimmed glasses, and a paint uh paintbrush mustache I'm currently wearing a deep red bathrobe may I help the two of you Simon will pretend to be distracted for a moment and sort of mutter about the like the material of the bathrobe and like the construction before snapping back up and it's like oh yes um you might be the best to talk about talk to being the keeper of Elysium and are you aware of who I am? You see him sort of flip through a mental Rolodex. DeLuca. Yes. Simon DeLuca, owner of whatever the hell I thought of for the shop's name that I cannot remember off the top of my head now. (laughs) And... You know my name. 
Do you know my relation with the Bruja? Mm. My knowledge is limited, but yes. While this is going on, I'm very quietly carving some things into my hand to set up these set up this effect. Okay. Um how, are you trying to be subtle about this? I mean, obviously. A little bit, yeah. Subtle, yeah. Go ahead and roll me a Dex and Stealth difficulty seven. Okay. Uh, I'm waiting to bonus, hear the words. My bonus dice have gone away, I believe, at this point, because they only raising your raising your raising your stats lasts for a scene. Yeah. So yeah. that's gone. Yes, and you, um, we have switched scenes twice, three times. Yeah. Dex. Uh, do you want to spend a willpower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I just need to find spells. There we go. Uh, uh, let me see. What, what, what are my pulls for this? Oh, oh, good. Yes, I definitely want to spend willpower. Uh, Is Vampire the one with the restriction on spending blood and willpower at the same time? No, that's Werewolf. Okay. Yeah, you can't spend rage and willpower in the same turn? Hey, that's four successes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you are. You're doing great. All right. Hey. I have I I have one willpower left. I think I'm gonna have to use it on this uh when I when when we get around to it. Cause to be Kat is letting this go on a little bit longer, mostly because she thinks it's really funny <laughs> <laughs> and wants to see how Simon does in this situation. Okay. So Now I have to remember where I was. It's like, okay, it's like you know my my relation with Clan Bruja. Yeah. Um, whatever the Bruja's name was the other night. He never gave you a name. They had no form of ID on him? Oh, oh, that. Uh, yes. Uh, that was Dominic Reynolds. Okay. Do you know a Mr. Dominic Reynolds? Yes, one of Destiny's boys. Well, he tried to pay my shop a visit the other night. And it did not go well for him. What level of not go well are we talking Do you know the fate of insert sire not sire's name but um the previous owner of the store the bruja the first bruja he will just sort of nod slowly okay so you're openly admitting this to me 
Destiny's already aware. Okay. The problem is he attacked me first. And about ran me out of blood and whatever. The problem is, is now the entire Bruja clan is really out for blood. And they aren't exactly the most quiet. And I'm sure the knowledge of their their clan several members of their clan acting out of line could get somewhere. Okay. Um, Exactly how does this pertain to me? As the Keeper of Elysium, I would imagine you're good at Keeping those at odds from harming each other. It's a talent. Yes. And I'd much rather not come to harm by the hands of the Bruja for this. Or potentially keep having repeats. Okay. Um, and he'll almost like for the first time taking in, we'll look at Cat. Oh, don't mind me. I'm just here as legal representation. I'm here to negotiate. Yes. Cat here is recently moved from New York, was it? Yes. And, and Giovanni. Yes. And I've heard makes for an excellent lawyer. Indeed. I see. I'm particularly good at acquisition of assets that may be beneficial for future negotiations. Case in point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go ahead and roll it. All right. So to spend a willpower point, I am out of fucking willpower now. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is an intelligence plus medicine roll. Uh, let me spend that willpower. And intelligence medicine. Okay. Yep, we're just going to have to straight roll it and see how this goes. You got there. One turn. Hey. I got one turn. That's all I yep. need. And I step back. Yeah, at, at case in point, Guire is already moving. Simon, with a with a dramatic flourish, is like, like, steps to the side, turning, and like, waves almost. <laughs> As, as soon as she says back, by the way, she turns to Simon and says, you did what? <laughs> but we can save that. Um, Guire is dumping three more blood to boost her decks above its, above its normal limit. Okay. Uh, so she now has a dex of nine. 
going into this attack. Eleven. I'm, I'm running low on blood, but it's going to be worth it. Uh, so this is a diff nine dex melee. Yep. Come on. All you need is one success. I'm putting a willpower into this. Okay. Three successes. Hey! So that's... Uh, you At least three damage. Yeah, strength plus three. Yeah, strength plus, plus one. Yeah. The strength plus three, my strength is currently five. You uh, need to do three damage. Where's the... Where's my damage on this thing? It's like, don't forget, there is a deal uh, where you don't can do know a, that there, If you I, hit, you do a minimum of one. This is the downside. It doesn't have necessarily a damage. Yeah. You just gotta roll it. Give me what I want. Got there! <laughs> so, in... Mercy, you're watching this. Mm-hmm. In a very rather glorious display, Cat just sort of holds up her hand and snaps a finger. Simon goes to the side, and you see Guire just sort of skid in front of him and stab him into the chest. <laughs> Immediately, he stiffens. Bert, Completely mercy is- ignoring that. I'm sorry, were you not going to inform us of this? Meanwhile, Mercy's going in the hearse, just going, finish him! Finish him! Uh, for me with what? I, I need him alive. <laughs> um, you only get a blood bond if someone gives you blood versus you taking it from them, right? I think either, as long as you drink somebody's blood three times. That's okay. fine. You have to do it three times, and I doubt he's surviving the night. I'm, I was debating whether I should recoup some of that blood cost from his body, but... Oh! Somebody definitely plans to, because somebody is down to, like, four blood points. <laughs> oh, no. That's the, ang- <laughs> that's the sudden burst of anger. Who um, would that somebody be? I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. It's there might Simon. be multiple somebodies. Guire <laughs> said that he's 10th generation. Simon has no reason to have the blood. Listen, I'm gonna have you... to drag all of you home in my. Purse. Is that the way this is gonna go? Yes. All three of them just keep taking turns until he's accidentally dead. Listen, you glorified murderous cloth cutter. <laughs> we are associated with you, and if you do something bad. We all, that bad, we all go down. Like I said, I was attacked first. And Destiny already is aware. Great. Could you tell us? (laughs) I thought I did. Or maybe I just implied it. (laughs) Great motive to murder. Turns around and stomps off. Thank you, Katie. I heard it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, at, at commenting, like, I thought I did. Like, Simon is like, 
like theatrically like like finger to chin like gesturing to be like thinking <laughs> i imagine as, as uptight and as as self-important a man as uh as um alexander is he's probably full-on blood isn't he for his generation yeah Guire's taking um out of his 12 Guire's taking five for herself Sorry, never mind. I have six, so it's not that crucial, but still. No, but you still get hungry. I get hungry, <laughs> and it's real hungry. hard for me to feed. I think I think Cat's hangry at this point. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Because <laughs> when it... I try to feed from things, they die if they're mortal. Mm, yeah, usually, so, yeah. She she she. Guire's taking five for herself to put her back up at nine blood because she was at four. Yeah, no, I will fucking feed. Y'all gotta stay hydrated. Come on now. She was hydrated until she very recently had to spend all of her hydration in two different scenes. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Oh, I had a fun filled night. All right. Simon did it at one. Come on, catch up. And she will. Your hostage awaits. she, She will, after finishing drinking from him, tie him to the back of the motorcycle. You're riding with me. I got room for more. We should not be going to this meeting. She will actually, she'll take a rug out of his house now that he's incapacitated and wrap him up in it. (laughs) I was like, we just loot his house now. Ah. I would be careful about entering his home until he we know he is dead. Yeah. Ah, so we might later. have things that can... Uh, Guire, you know this. Yes, that's we fair, actually. We have ways to protect... To, they to do. Um, still, she's gonna. She's going to... Whether she just has to pull, like, some cloth, like the, the, the drape cloth that she has for her motorcycle for when she leaves it out in the rain, she'll mm-hmm. wrap him in that. Yeah. Works for me. Oh, good. He's in a tarp. So that's not suspicious. Mercy, you and Simon are harder to justify as non Camarilla who decided to turn turncoat. And Sybil, I am not 100% convinced that Sybil doesn't know that I've been spying through necromancy. Well, so I right. think we should stay stay away from this. I mean, be nearby, but not at them at this situation. Oh no! By all means, I'll take the legal counsel. All right, Marquez, shall we? Mm-hmm. He hops onto the motorbike. And the two of them head off to a meeting. Off to the boardwalk. Yep. What are the other of you doing? We should keep close, but not... Not too close. Like, if Guire needs help, we're going to need to get in there and and help pull her out. Like we said, Guire's parked in an alley like a block away. What do you suggest? Yeah, somewhere, somewhere, a couple blocks 
back. Something like that. I think somewhere I can find where Guire can hopefully signal us by phone or something. Or you'll hear gunshots, you know. Or we hear gunshots. Yeah, I know a few alleys around here. Good. Like, if things go bad, I am 100% leaving Marquez there to face death at the hands of Sybil or Alexi or whatever. Who decides to show up? Yes. Whatever (laughs) wannabe Romero turn thing that decides to finish the job. But... Guire, we have a vested interest in keeping. In in in, a, in an excellent case of dramatic irony, as they're as they're writing down, Guire over her shoulder to Marquez says, "I did give my word that I would do my best to keep you alive, and I have never been a woman to go back on that. So we're going to try and make sure that you get out of here with your head on your shoulders." Much appreciated. Fortunately, I will have no problems pretending to be willingly giving up this man. What beef do you have with him? Do you know my story? Afraid I don't. You know that I'm called the Devil of New Orleans. That I know. A long time ago... Back in the days of the Civil War, there were a pair of women called the Sin Sisters of New Orleans. Myself and a woman by the name of Azra, my sire. We we owned the night, as far as anyone was concerned. We lived our lives to the fullest. We had no regrets. We lived for the moment, and we lived for each other. Some of the happiest days of my life and unlife. Until a member of Clan Tremere, in retaliation for a slight that was so old I wasn't even embraced when it was committed, alerted a number of vampire hunters to my to Azra's housing. When I came to the next night, it was burnt to the ground. When I hunted down the idiots who had taken the bait of the Tremere and learned who had tipped them off, the revenge wasn't pretty. Frankly, I don't remember what all I did that night. It was a bit of a haze. But I do know that whatever I did with that Tremere's blood burned away the blood curse they laid upon the Asamites. And so now I am a twofold curse upon them. Not only have I massacred them and theirs in vengeance for what they did to mine, I've proven their blood curses can be overcome.
that's that's amazing. Certainly doesn't feel that way. I'd give up all of it just to be with the love of my life again. May not be exactly the same, but uh, at this point, I'm feeling the same for Ezekiel. We'll do what we can to get you back to him. That's if he wants to talk again. I think he does. Haven't spoke to him just the last previous night. Well, earlier this night. It's been a long night. Yeah. Let's wrap it up on a high note, shall we? Let's hope this works. Pulling up to the boardwalk. There's a bit of marsh land that you have to walk through to get to the boardwalk proper, which is a roughly eight foot wide boardwalk with two sets or a set of railing on either side that goes around the side of New Orleans to see a beautiful view of the moonlit Lake Pontchartrain. You walk a good five or so minutes and you are greeted with the sight of a olive-skinned woman with dark black hair pulled into a bun. She's currently just wearing a white button-up and black dress pants. And she is just sort of tapping her fingers on the railing and looking around. She is not as bad a sight as the gentleman standing next to her. About five foot eight, blonde-haired individual in a black button-up opened just below his chest line and black pants tucked into dress shoes. The most striking thing are the tattoos on his face, which feature an upside-down cross in the middle of his forehead. The woman looks up. Finally, who? What the hell is this? Squire steps off the motorcycle. Uh, with Kane in one hand, hefts the body over the other shoulder. Just some backup. The Devil of New Orleans brings you all a present. The two exchange glances. And you you can sort of see the wheels turning in her head. She's trying to figure out what that name means. 
or where she's seen you. All right. Well then, um, what have you brought for us? Got a place to set it down? And she will just sort of gesture to the boardwalk. Fair enough. She'll kneel down and roll out the tarp. The gentleman will put his foot out to stop the Tremere. One keeper of Elysium on the house. He will look up with a raised eyebrow. Why on earth did you bring that here? Something of a present to establish some good graces. You don't know me, but I know you. And let's just say there's no love lost between me and the Camarilla and particularly the Tremere. Interesting. Well, he will at least make a good snack for our esteemed guest. Sorry for the delay. There was a... Well, Marquez was spending some time gathering friends, as you can see. Mark Marquez is just sort of looking at the ground. So, Devil of New Orleans, do you have a proper name? You can call me Gua Vincente. All right, so you're here to turn tail. Exactly. I was, uh, you're not turn. You can't turn a coat you never wore. I'm of the clan Asimite. We're not part of the Camarilla. That is fair. So, I assume you're wanting to get in on everything we're doing. Then, never hurts to be on the winning side, and quite frankly, vengeance on Clan Tremere has been a long. I think we could be friends. He will lean down in one hand, just sort of fling Alexander over his shoulder, and you will hear a crack as that stake is driven a little bit further through him. <laughs> he hits his back. Well, this certainly will say livens things up. So, you're going to tell me everything the little princeling has done. I think I can share some juicy details from my work. Hired assassin, you hear some things. Fantastic. And it's at this point you start here whistling. 
And it's a very familiar tone to you. Hmm. Um, quite specifically. She sort of tilts her, she sort of turns her head. It's something you haven't heard for a while. Back when you were just the boogeyman of New Orleans. Children used to sing about you. And what you're hearing is the whistling of that tune. Oh, no. And you can hear a light skipping. Somebody knows the story. And after a moment... You hear the plod of little feet walk up in between the blonde gentleman and the brunette. A pair of beaming red eyes with black hair, a curly mass just sort of cascading over her shoulders, a black sundress. And she just sort of looks around. Well, we weren't going to have fun without me, were we? She will make eye contact and smile. And that is where we are going to end for the night. <laughs> That's where I figured. <laughs> Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Adios. Goodbye. Bye, choir. <laughs> <laughs>